It has been said that the opposite of addiction is not sobriety, it's human connection. Here, we connect anonymously. This is Addicts in the Dark with Quick Nick. This episode's phone call is made possible by Banyan Tree 21, a residential addiction rehab located in Chiang Mai, Thailand, using a fusion of best Western practices and traditional Eastern medicine at a truly affordable cost. Visit www.banyantree21.com for more. It's Caller 9 and their story about addiction. Addicts in the dark. Hi, Nick. That's me. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. So you've got up to an hour to tell me your story about addiction. Mm-hmm. It's your story. Tell it how you want so you don't have to go the full hour. Okay. And of course, don't say your name and don't say exactly where you're from. All right. All right. Tell me about your addiction. It's been long and I'm still pretty young. Uh, uh, I don't even know where to start. I mean, I guess it uh, all starts in high school like it does for everybody. And weed. I guess most people start with alcohol. But the first time I tried weed, I liked it. I didn't know you could feel different than the way you already felt. And I pretty much made it my goal to absolutely never feel like I had felt before I had tried drugs ever again. And I've pretty much successfully done that. Um, weed was every day for a while. And then um, I actually got into my drug of choice by by legitimate like need and necessity. I do have ADHD, and um, my drug of choice is definitely stimulants. Um, I actually was just not able to do well in my classes in college, even though I had tutors and was staying after and studying. Um, so I got my diagnosis. I got my script filled, and I took them responsibly, like whatever doctor prescribed. Um, from 19 to 22-ish, and then 22 to now, that's <laughs> where it just all spiraled into what it is now. And I don't want to say downhill because I'm not necessarily in a bad place, but 22, I had dropped out of school, but I, I wasn't really abusing my drugs at that point. I had really little to do with that, and more of that, I was overworking myself. Um, I had three jobs, and I was taking, like, 18 credits, and, um... It was just too much. And yeah, and so I just wanted to have fun for like the first time. And uh, I had a great summer. I did more blow than most people will ever think. Sorry, most people who end up doing blow will ever do in their life. Um, And after that, I found myself eating my whole script in two weeks. So... I found myself buying a script from my friend and that was fine for a while. Like I had the money and whatnot. Then he decided not to sell them anymore. Um, I guess I probably could have asked my doctor to up my script, but I was terrified that if I asked him to up my script too soon, that he would take me off of them. And being on them was like being alive for the first time. It's not even like it felt like I was high. It just felt like, I just felt like everybody else for once. And it was easy. Like, life was just 
I, I got it the way that other people got it. And that's something I had not experienced before. Like I had always been on a different wavelength. Um, and it was nice, you know, it was nice to feel connected to people. It was so hard for me to connect to people before. So I just wanted more of that. I wanted it all the time. And, uh, so when my friend couldn't tell me his anymore, I, uh, found myself withdrawing every two weeks for over two years. And that was absolute hell on my mind and body. I tried desperately just to get anybody to tell me anything. Um, and it didn't work much often until I found one person who essentially made me their, I don't, I want to say like drug slave, but not necessarily drug slave. Like I wasn't like chained to a bed or anything like that. Like he would just only sell me a couple pills at a time, make me go run tasks for him. And then he would give me them. And he like, even though I had a month and the money for all of them, he just wouldn't give them all to me at once. Um, and during this time, like I have a regular job, like I've always had a regular job. I've always been completely functional. Like I've had house, all that kind of stuff. Um, and at one, when I told him I couldn't do it anymore because it got very obsessive, like he was texting me, basically had become my stalker. Um, he, uh, he ended up getting me fired from that job, which was fine. They gave me great references. They just, they, they were like, we just can't have somebody calling us all the time. Um, and after that is when I met, I, uh, met my SO, my significant other, who inadvertently introduced me to math. But, like, I was already looking for it anyways. Because by that point, I had no other all connect um, besides my script. But I was eating that every two weeks. And I was done withdrawing every two weeks. Withdrawing every two weeks for over two years is absolute hell. Uh, I would not wish it on anybody. But when you have the Adderall, when it's doing what it's supposed to be doing, and if it's not being abused for people with ADHD, it really improves quality of life. Yeah. Adderall for me in the past, used, not abused. For me, the first time I remember, it was this mix of emotions. It was joy because I finally was able to see through that that fog in the glasses, of the glasses that I don't even wear. Yeah. And it was also a type of sadness because I'd realized how severe that fog was that I had been living in up until that moment. Yeah, it just, I always felt like there was this, just, this, have you ever seen those like big, thick, foggy glass windows? The ones that make everything outside look blurry? Tempered glass, exactly. Way better analogy than mine. <laughs> I felt like there was always that window between me and the world. And it like, I, I it didn't, because of that, was that window, I couldn't, like, I couldn't feel things properly. Like I couldn't connect with people around me. Like I couldn't get close to people like I wanted to. I always felt like an outsider looking in. And it, I guess what the Adderall did was it kind of took that window away. Um, it also like, I, I just was so like just naturally tired. I could sleep all the time. Like, I mean, without Adderall, I could probably sleep 20 hours a day normally. And it just made me not tired for the first time which was awesome. Like I actually had energy to do stuff and motivation to do stuff. And, uh, there's also the fact that I have, I've lived with an eating disorder my entire life. And so, um, that just made that part of my brain shut off because I didn't have to worry about like constantly losing weight. It just 
stayed off. Not that I was ever big because I really wasn't. Um, it just, I could think about something else besides that because without it, it's the only thing in my thought process all the time. And it's exhausting to think about that all the time. So the Adderall let me be a person outside of that. And you were saying that the withdrawals eventually led you to meth. Yeah, the withdrawals are uh, freaking awful. I think the Adderall withdrawals are actually worse than the meth withdrawals. Um, which you would not think so, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Uh, not that I've withdrawn off meth much since I started it, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah, so um, inadvertently, Mike also introduced me to meth, but I was looking for it anyways. Like, I was done with drawing. I had done all the research on it. I had watched all the YouTube videos. <laughs> I, had I had read all the Reddit posts. Like, I was like, all right, this stuff is probably similar enough to Adderall that I'm good to go with it. Um, and he just happened to come in my life, and I knew he was addicted to something, but I just didn't know what the fuck it was. And uh, so he finally told me, he's like, okay, it's fine. It's mess. But, yeah, I was going to find it with or without him, but he kind of, just made that door easy and uh yeah so now i do my prescription adderall and my prescription meth and uh i live a totally normal life i go to work i go to sleep i cook i clean i do my art i walk my dog there's and honestly actually since i've gotten on meth, i quit drinking and drinking was actually kind of ruining my life i was a good like uh, four months of drinking the way I was into totally losing like everything that I had. Um, I'm really glad that I stopped drinking. I mean, I'm not saying anybody should do meth because they probably shouldn't. I've seen crazy people like just completely lose their minds, but uh, was not the worst of the two options I had at the time. So amphetamines like Adderall are chemically related to meth. That doesn't mean that Adderall is meth. You could say it's cooked Adderall, but there's a lot of other stuff thrown in there. So the effects of meth are similar and far more intense. But for you, does it kind of feel like meth actually improves your life in the same ways that Adderall does? Yeah. I don't ever want to go back to feeling the way I did before I ever tried drugs, before I ever tried stimulants. So I know I have to do this. And if I want to be able to, like, enjoy life for the rest of my life, so it's just, it just is my reality. Um, if I don't have my Adderall and I have meth, I'm fine. I'm good. I won't go through withdrawals. If I have just Adderall and not meth, I'll get, like, slight withdrawals, so not, like, super bad. Um, just, like, little brain depth. And because of the addictive potential of Adderall and how it can lead to meth, there is a stigma associated with Adderall use, a stigma that even those with diagnosed ADHD face. Yeah. It's an unjust stigma because someone can abuse Adderall just like someone can abuse fucking cough syrup. You know, the same goes for barbiturates, opioid-based prescriptions, benzodiazepines, all effective treatment for a variety of conditions. Yeah. And absolutely anyone and everyone has the potential to get addicted to those things, just like anyone and everyone has the potential to get addicted to anything. It just so happens that some of us are more prone to addiction than others. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. Um, but I'm definitely an addict. I 
haven't won a day without this in a year and a half. And I've not spent a day sober since I was 17. It's been almost 10 years. Uh, I'm an addict regardless of what it is. Um, but, you know, everything's not so black and white. Um, do you do you go to work high? I wouldn't call it high. Um, I just have taken it before I went. Because I, I don't really look, use these drugs to get high. I just use them to go day to day. And I have no desire to seek treatment for addiction. I've pretty much accepted that this is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. Um, and I'm okay with it. It's not necessarily affecting me in a way to where I've lost anything and no one's been hurt by it. I mean, I understand that it's not healthy for me, but it's also not healthy to carry around 50 pounds of extra fat and people accept that as their vice all the time. This is just mine. But the thing about being a daily meth user who is seemingly functional and normal on the outside is it's an extremely lonely existence. Because um, I have this giant secret that I can't tell anyone or I lose everything I have, not because of the drug itself, but because of the way people think about it. Um, and it's such a bad stigma that people wouldn't want to be around me even if they did know. As someone who is in active addiction right now, who is not yet at the end of their addiction story, is there anything else you want to leave us with today? Um, all I would say is, I mean, if you have kids, probably just take interest in them and be kind to them and talk to them. Yeah, I think that's what I would want to leave the world with. Well... I really do appreciate the phone call. No, thank you. I appreciate your time. It was short but sweet. Short but succinct, we'll say. Thank you. Right or wrong, Adderall sometimes gets referred to as pharmacy-grade meth. No question it can be abused and it is addictive. However, untreated ADHD is inevitably associated with risk for decreased self-esteem and later feelings of shame. We know that those two things alone can lead to addiction as well. Like she said, not everything is so black and white. I'm Quick Nick. Thanks for listening. If you want to anonymously tell your story about addiction, find Addicts in the Dark on Instagram.